Boom. What's Boom. Up? It's a rocking tune. Uh, it's so rocking, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, what is up, boys? What is going on? It's Friday. Uh, Friday. Yeah. You know what? Doing you know sketches. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we need to probably flash to the sketch at some point. Um, but uh, yeah. so, yeah, tonight is St. Maddie's Day. Happy St. Maddie's yeah. Day. St. Maddie's Day. Because uh, that's what's up. So you better better recognize. I feel um, like uh, before this is over, we should decide on what the new, uh, you know, cultural traditions are and everything for St. Maddie's Day. We need to we need yeah. to iron out some details. We do. We got to iron them out. This is the first time go around, so but we'll figure it out. Got to make well, this official. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stmattiesday.com. Don't steal it. Oh, I should have said that. Oh, you said it. Um, <laughs> dang. Hey, I have my assistant buying it right now. We're good. Um, so cool yeah uh welcome everyone to episode 12 um couple announcements before we dive in um is uh let's see here before i get into what's coming up next for us and what other cool live streams that are going on um i also want to remember to say go to apple Podcasts and leave a review Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and we only accept five stars. We're a five star shop. We don't do anything any less than five stars. No five star minimum. So if you're going to submit, just submit that. Now, I have an insider at Apple. I got I got a guy, and he said there was so much. So right now, if you go look at feedback, there's still what's there from last time, right? But he said there was so much <laughs> traffic, so much traffic to our page that it stopped like submitting them. So like. People have to go resubmit them again. So I'm again, sure. Yeah. yeah. So a thousand people, I think, hit there trying to leave a review. So that's what I heard. I heard the Apple just stopped existing. Yeah. Like they had to uh, shut the down podcast. Yeah. Actually yeah. Broke Apple. Yeah. In fact, apples don't even exist. Right. <laughs> like, what if, sorry. What, if, what have we done? That's what we do. What have we done? Um, so yeah, go out there and uh, no, you could, it's not down. You can. Please yeah, go, yeah. go, please go put a five, <laughs> please go put a five star on there. Even if you don't leave a review, cause I think you could just put a five star. Um, all right, cool. So upcoming shows, mm-hmm. April 16th, we have Beth and Sammy from revolution ventures coming on. Um, and then we had make mine yours scheduled to, it was like near the end of April and we have to move that. Um, so we're moving that to a new date. Um, yeah. It's my fault. I'm getting hair transplants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I I didn't know you were going to bring up on the show, but yeah. Yeah. Jordan and I actually have appointments together. We're going going as a couple. I'm I'm getting Dave's hair on my chest. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. I can't wait to see that. Um, So yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for it. Um, And then a couple other announcements here. So March 20th, um, cities you wish you were from was on the show, right? Long time ago. They're yeah, doing a live episode, first episode. First episode yeah. They're doing a they're doing a live stream mm-hmm. um, on the twentieth t- tomorrow. Tomorrow's the twentieth, and then March twenty fifth, uh, Modern Wives is doing a live stream with Bakersfield Soundco. So awesome! You guys better go go do that. 
Well, that might be the first chance for everybody to hear their new singer live, too, yep. right? Yep. Aside from the video. Yep. Super cool. Yeah, that's going to be rad. It's going to be super rad. We use rad on the show <laughs> um, a lot. And then, uh, yeah, so go check out, I think for cities you wish you were from, it's on Club Green Room. So if you go to Facebook and go to Club Green Room, you'll get the uh, um, the linky-doos on there to get it going. And then check out Modern Wives. It's going to be sick. Um, let's see here. What else? I don't think I think that was it, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and check out past episodes. You can go on our website, lrs.show. Uh, mm-hmm. You can do the mm-hmm. video or you can do the audio. Pick your poison. Or both. <laughs> or both. Or run try both playing time. Try playing yeah. both at the same time. See if you can sync it up. It'll it'll work real well. Just the video is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Plus because you get to you have to look at us. Kind of weird. Um so yeah, cool. Um I think that was it. Jordan, did you wanna kick off a little little intro action? Yeah, let's bring Matt Salkeld out here. So we've known Matt for a long time. Mikey's been in bands with Matt, so that's exciting too. Um, Matt's been in a bunch of bands. He Right now he's working on solo acoustic music that uh, we're big fans of, so we wanted to bring him on here so you all could become big fans of him too. Um, just stole this from his, his social media pages. He says he writes songs about his life and his experiences uh, and his experiences in it. And he hopes to see you at a show, which um, hopefully pretty soon, huh? But let's bring Matt out here so we can talk to you about, about being Matt. There he is. Hey, hey what's up? Hey, what's having me, guys? Uh, absolutely, bro. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. absolutely. As, yeah, man. As you can see, we run a pretty professional outfit around here. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's. This, uh, I'm I'm working on that that professionalism thing. It's not going too well, but I'm yeah, 36 we're, now, so I'm like, I guess it's time. <laughs> I guess it's time I get <laughs> professional, bro. We're doing this. Yeah. Drink water like a professional. That was pretty good. So you're <laughs> off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually vodka straight. Oh, perfect. Even, that's not even more professional. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is gonna get really interesting if that's the case. <laughs> It's going to go downhill in the next 15 minutes. Bob Evans is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's, that's funny that you brought that up. Cause we didn't even have that in our, our notes oh, yeah. that we wanted to talk about, but now that, that's funny. now that you, now that you mentioned it, yeah, let's I, say, start there. I, I say we start there. I say we start there because there's, there's someone I've seen, I've seen him in public and his name's Bob Evans and he looks almost I wouldn't say almost like, I mean, kind of, kind of looks like you. So can you let it, do you know who this Bob Evans guy is and see what kind of run-ins you've had with this character? Oh man. It's so funny. I was talking about Bob on the way home from work today and I should have never mentioned his damn name. And <laughs> now I did <laughs> super unprofessional interview, but uh, yeah. Um, he's my uncle. He's my uncle from Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, beer drinking, Slayer listening, mm, uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, mother cap like he he wants everybody's moms. Uh, he he likes country <laughs> gravy and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, Bob hasn't made an appearance in like seven years, six years I think. It's been a while. Yeah, so, it's been a while uh, since yeah. I've seen him. Oh, Last seen time I saw him on the streets here in Bakersfield. Yeah, 
Yeah, last time I saw him, he had a yeah, he was just in the gutter. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I just yeah, walked by and I was yeah. like, Bob, is that you? And he goes, uh, and then that was it. <laughs> just moaned. <laughs> yeah, yeah just I, that's 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 pretty much a Bob move for sure. I'm sure he was like out front of like some sort of seedy liquor store and wearing right. jorts. And a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a sleeve lifts uh, catastrophist shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he came and, to yeah, a few of those old shows. He's he's kind of long gone, but I don't know. Maybe he'll come back around. I don't know. I, I still get asked about him all the time, which is right. pretty cool. And it's only just because you look like him or he looks yeah, like you. Exactly. I don't know. I don't Kinda. know. I don't know Bob's age. Like, I don't know if he's young and just worn in. You know, uh, or I, yeah, young at heart. Uh, and I, I don't know really what else to say. The guy's a tough as nails. When when was Bob in his prime or is it yet to come? Oh, shit. No, Bob was in his prime probably like uh, between. I'd say 2011 and 2014. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. First met him on the road on tour when I was in. um uh jerome idaho of all places <laughs> yeah. yeah and then he just kept coming around like dude wouldn't leave and uh yeah anyway no, it went we downhill from about, there we definitely need to talk about something else <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was i was hoping now that I, now i'm bummed because i know there's photos out there i, I know i was just thinking that grab one. but yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. We'll, we're all going to there's, google now there, there's photos uh, on my Instagram, I think, and there's like some videos of me and him, and the videos of me and him were pretty great. They're pretty hilarious. Right. Yeah, they're pretty good. I love it. My production value, you know, I'm director at heart. You know, I'm super professional at everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know. Yeah. I know. You're like, I know. I was in a band with this fucking Yahoo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was pro all the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So let's uh, let's let's go there. Let's go ahead and talk about. Um, just like some of the bands that you've been in, um, kind of go from there and then maybe we can dip into what your influences are, but just kind of let people know sort of what bands you've been in the last for, for a long time. You've been playing music forever. So, um, yeah. Um, it, you know, it started off as a, in a punk band, third world assassins. That was a local Bakersfield band. I was like in my twenties, like early twenties and, uh, you know, playing every single show I could and, and, and just hungry, you know, super hungry. That was the first band. And then that band broke up and uh, I was in a band called black cells, Western shores. That was another Bakersfield Mm -hmm. local band. Um, I joined a band in LA called DC fallout for a while. Um, I was in, if it kills you, uh, their first drummer of four, I believe, <laughs> but you guys <laughs> great one now. You guys, you guys really got a great one now. I, I love Tyler. He's they got a spinal tap situation going on. Yeah, they do. <laughs> totally. It's a revolving door. It's like, okay, every record we need a new drummer. That's the shtick of this band. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> Tyler, you're uh, almost out. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and uh, I was in like a couple other small local Bakersfield. We uh, uh statues status. <laughs> he's gonna be so bummed that it's froze, like right there, right there. It could be a lot worse, you know. You see people frozen on TV, and yeah, he looks. What's he thinking right now? 
I wonder if he's playing that picture. I wonder if he's playing us right now. <laughs> he's really, <laughs> really good. Really good at this. <laughs> he's probably think he's probably going and going. <laughs> he's still talking about every band he's been in. Yeah, let's see here. We <laughs> lost. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let me send it out. Uh... It looks kind of aggro. I think it's like you said something to insult him. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, that was. <laughs> we'll get so him he's back. gone. We'll, we'll get him back here in a minute. <clears throat> but yeah, so I've I've been in a couple bands. Um, well, I've been in band with Matt. Um, with if it kills you, it's a lot of fun. Um, Matt and I used to uh, since we lived close close together. Um, we used to carpool out to Shafter for practice. Um, so that was always, that was always fun and entertaining. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, Matt, Matt's hilarious, man. Like we always had a lot of fun playing music and, and messing around. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty great. And I remember I only saw um, uh, Black Sails Western Shores like once, I think. I, I think I only saw them once. That was uh, that was with Steve Castro on the band too, right? Yeah, yeah, they were good, man. Yeah. I saw them a couple. Yeah, times. they were they were very good. I saw them at uh, I saw Sandrini's. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I never was... did get to see a uh, Third World Assassins though. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, there we go, Jesse. Yeah, breaking <clears throat> bars. We're gonna have to ask. We're gonna have to ask Matt when he comes back from uh, the Spirit World. Um, oh. about breaking about breaking bars. Yeah, I'm curious about what hey, that means too. Yeah, exactly. So, Matt, we were we were saying very kind things about you while you were away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I came in on the tail end of breaking bars. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have to go back to that. Yeah, but what what I was te- what I was telling everyone is that you know, and if it kills you, that you and I used to carpool out to Shafter, and it was it was a lot of fun. We go out and practice and just be a bunch of idiots, you know, and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So. That was a fun band. I mean, it's a fun, it was a fun band to be in. And that, that band like helped me work on my drumming chops for sure. Because everything before that, that I'd been, I was a punk drummer, you know, just all punk rock fast or like traditional, like, uh, you know, I guess Ramon speed, but sped up just a little bit. Uh, that was pretty much all I knew. And then when I, I started jamming with Justin, it was like, Oh wow, this is like a whole new world of music. And, it it opened me up to new bands and to you know like kind of touching up my chops a little bit so it was a good experience for sure and i'm so stoked that like you guys kept it going and it has i mean it's become better the band is rad the band is really good and i've showed a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. the band and they're super into it this is just going to turn into me talking about if it kills you for two hours (laughs) (laughs) how much i love the band but yeah you know um it's it was a good experience for sure and uh i i want to be in a band again just it's just not in the cards right now uh maybe when i move back to bakersfield uh me and jordan can start a band called uh he is the walrus let's fucking do it <laughs> i i think i'm more than halfway there yeah, so. <laughs> yeah for sure i'm i'm surprised you aren't in a band because you're a really great guitar player and i'm always wondering why isn't jordan jamming with anybody <clears throat> shit thanks man <clears throat> yeah because I've been, I, I took up the sousaphone. Oh, it's my new yeah. life's passion. Is that an actual instrument? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, 
is it is it really called the sousaphone or did you say snoozaphone? Uh, well, there's there's both. Um, oh, okay. I'm in a rival competition for the second chair snoozaphone position at the Bakersfield <laughs> Symphony Orchestra. I mean, I get why you're not playing in bands. Then that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm working on something actually right now. Are you so, cool? Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, like yeah. a uh, like a solo independent project on your own. I'm kind of doing that too, but um, I'm putting some of that on hold. Uh, but <laughs> oh, there we go. I was like, oh no, again. But yeah, Mikey and I uh, started writing yeah. some stuff. We reached out to some people. I don't know if we should. I don't know if we're supposed to tell anyone yet or anything. I don't know. I don't know no. if it's a secret or whatever. Uh-oh. Never, never asked. Mikey's like, that. don't say anything. Yeah, this but no, we're just secret. we're like actually. This show is to announce that we're all three starting a band. We're starting a band. <laughs> you guys didn't know this, but I'm going to be your good night. Yeah, good night. Yeah. That would probably yeah. kick ass, but that would yeah. be really rad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you know rad. when when the time comes, you let you you want someone, you call me, and I'm totally down. We want all of you. Oh, yeah. You can't see, but I have uh, both of my kits behind me, just sitting there collecting dust, oh, just waiting, yeah. waiting to oh, get hit. Yeah, on. waiting, yeah. waiting to get jam session on, dude. Yeah, I would play them here, but I'm in a small apartment and the 22-year-old massage therapist next door might not be stoked. <laughs> right, right, right. Where are you, by the way? Are you still in the Lake Havasu? I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's cool, man. It's been great. It's been a weird move, but uh it's a cool little town. It's good for right now, but not not probably not permanently. Yeah. Gotcha. So you just wanted yeah. to get out of Bakersfield for a while or I mean, maybe even permanently, maybe even permanently, like Lake Havasu, maybe go somewhere else. I don't know. uh, know. Well, that, you know, there's, I, I, uh, I won't touch on it too much because I don't want to like say too much, but, uh, the Bakersfield's in my future for sure. Um, so, uh, it's just working right now. Havasu is cool. I like it. I I scored a really rad job out here. Nice. Uh, I'm doing better now than I have in a long, long time. So that's awesome. It's, it's so right change it's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I left Bakersfield just cause I was going through some stuff at the time and, and I wanted to get out and try something new. And I went to oh, Vegas yeah. and Vegas was cool. It was fun, but I think it was a little too much fun for a person like me. And I, you know, it didn't go the way that I was hoping it would. And, and you know, it was a great city with a ton of great people and I love everybody there. But, you know, COVID hit and I came here mainly just to visit my dad and and post up with him and, and hang out while all this because in the beginning, no one knew what was going to happen. You know, like, yeah, are the streets going to be shut down with military? I was, you know, we were like, this is so brand new. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. So I came here and like a ton of work popped up. And so I kind of shacked up with my dad for the first two months and then work kept going. So I was like, I'm going to buy a I, or I'm going to rent an apartment. And uh, here I am like a year later, actually it was a year on St. Patty's day that I've been here. And St. Patty's days before St. Maddie's day. Yeah. St. Maddie's okay, day yeah. is, mm-hmm. uh, is way better. And it has way to be better. on a Friday. It's way better. <laughs> it's way better. And it's on a Friday. I mean, yeah. 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 It, instead of everybody wearing green, you just wear whatever the fuck you want. And then, <laughs> and then you drink whatever you want. Or if you don't drink, you don't have to drink either. Right. Uh, so it's casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty casual. Yeah, it's pretty cash. Yeah, exactly. And you and uh, instead of going out, you basically just sit at home on your computer and you and you, talk to, you talk to people. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. pretty much what's yeah, happening. It's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. it's a national thing. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's it's not the it's not the COVID lockdown. It's St. Maddie's Day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys do for St. Patty's Day? Anything fun? Uh, I went to bed at like nine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my I'm, life lately. Yeah, I'm I'm old. So. <laughs> I uh, I helped to uh, make a leprechaun trap with my daughter. That's oh, what that I sounds did. cool. That oh, sounds awesome. Yeah. We made it like a we made it like a tiger trap, you know, where the leprechaun would fall oh, down awesome. inside of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we put this monster puppet inside, so if he falls in, he's just gonna fucking eat him. <laughs> <laughs> That I saw actually a lot of those like posts. That's probably my favorite thing about holidays, you know, is when I, I, I see like parents engaging with their kids. Like I don't want to see some 30 year old or 40 year old dude in a fucking kilt drinking green beer. Like get out of my face, <laughs> right. bro. Seriously. I'm not trying to be a party day. pooper. I don't really get the, uh, I don't, I don't get the holiday, but to each their own, I, I told, Hey, go have fun, whatever. But that's the, that's the coolest part is like, I saw quite a bit of that parents like setting up stuff for their kids on St. Patty's Day. It's pretty cool. I didn't know that was a thing until this year. Like kids making leprechaun traps. I was like, oh. And her right. School, I... school is like she has to have one. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's part of the <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> you, like, make sure. yeah. you, you have to send them a picture. They're like, that trap is horrible. You're getting a C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a more realistic one. They're like, right. you know, it's just some really scary dude around a corner, you know, with like, right. like a couple dollars, you know, <laughs> leprechaun comes around, mugs him. Like that's my yeah. trap right there. It's just my yeah. uncle. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> definitely more, uh, that's more realistic for sure. It's, it's just Bob Evans. That's the leprechaun trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All yeah. you have to do is just throw a 12 pack of Miller light and some biscuits and gravy, dude. You'll, be like, <laughs> you'll, you'll show up out of nowhere and no you won't problem. be able to get him to leave. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I, I guess I'm staying here now. For sure. So what's um let's see here. So what, well, hey, what we were still running down the bands, right? Did we oh, get yeah, did we yeah, get yeah, through yeah, the Oh you you bombed out at uh Black Sales Western Shore. So we were oh, we kinda wow. wanted to talk about that a little bit. Like what's up? Uh what's up with the band, Black Sales? Yeah, yeah, what how how did that all land and how how long did you guys play for? Because I only saw you like once at Sandrini's and it was so sick. It was a fun band, man. It really was. I love the songs. Steven Castro wrote a lot of those songs. Uh, you know, it started off as me and two of my buddies, and we found Steven online, actually, on MySpace. He had, like, four or five songs on MySpace that he had written in GarageBand. And all of us in, in, in the project we were starting at the time, we were like, this is badass. We love these guys' songs. So uh, we hit up Steven. We started the band, and he kind of took over a lot of the songwriting we well we used a lot of what he had and um it was fun man it was a good band and I, i'm still super proud of that band and we got some really good shows and that band tended it, it seemed like it resonated with more people especially when we played out of town like people really liked it and uh i guess i'm not used to that <laughs> i'm not used to so much people <laughs> liking it and and coming out to our shows so it was cool and um you know, we put out the one record and, and just kind of fizzled out, you know, as, as bands do, uh, it just happens. But, uh, I'm actually talking with the guys right now, the, the old drummer and bass player, uh, about maybe, maybe like just starting something new. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever bring the, bring the black sales back, but yeah, man, I mean, from there, the, 
everything i just went a bunch of different directions you know after black cells broke up that's kind of when i started doing the solo thing and i was in and out of a bunch of bands randomly filled in for like sick waiting on bass for a couple tours right oh that's right and, yeah. um and uh just a bunch of random stuff you know uh but unfortunately no like really solid projects since black well besides if it kills you if if it kills you was definitely like a project that i was like into for sure and that was you know it's cool to start something from the ground up rather than join something pre-existing mm-hmm. which i'm cool with but yeah i mean uh, way too many projects too many bands and and you know unfortunately people get busy and you know people move and have kids and start lives yeah. and so the solo thing just kind of became like okay well i can do this and i can uh maybe travel a little bit and still write and stuff like that so yeah that's cool yeah. kind of just like, evolved into that a lot easier to travel huh and tour definitely man <laughs> yeah because yeah, you you've done sure. a couple tours which is you solo act right i mean you've done yeah you've done yeah. some stuff so that's cool yeah it's uh you know touring solo is just a completely different beast you know it's it's easier, less gear, you know, and if you're on the road with like another, you know, solo musician or two, the van's not cramped. Uh, I mean, it's, you get paid a little more. Um, True. But it's, it mainly, mainly I just did it as a, as another outlet to try to keep me busy. And um, yeah, it's been fun, man, but I, I do miss being in a band for sure. Did you, uh, did you start off playing guitar and then move to drums or how, how did it, how did, how did that all land for you? Um, Cause you played drums for a long time for different bands, but you also played, you played, what did you play in black sales? It was guitar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how did, the, did you start with guitar? I did actually. Yeah. Like when I was like 13, you know, mainly I, my friends played and, like a couple of my close buddies and I was super stoked on it. And so 13 is right around when I started playing guitar and wanted to learn. And I was super focused on it. And, uh, and my buddy down the street, who was one of the guys that kind of inspired me to, to play guitar, bought a drum set. And so I started just messing around on the drums right around the same time, um, 13, 14 in there. And then, uh, surprisingly i picked up drums faster than i did guitar guitar like took a while and was super frustrating and and uh, the good thing is <laughs> when you're starting off and you like punk punk is easy to play yep. you know so it's like you don't have to be stevie ray vaughn or jimmy <laughs> right. Hendrix or you know you just like oh i learned some power chords and then i create melodies from power chords it's the i think a really good way to learn how to play guitar because yep and that's a whole nother thing though but yeah drums and guitar just kind of happened right around the same time and and drums you know to me it was just like super interactive you know like using your whole body and and i was learning it a little faster so again it just evolved into a thing i was i was really lucky and was able to play a bunch as a kid, like tons of time and, you know, quit a bunch of jobs. It was very irresponsible. <laughs> and, uh, and so I learned, you know, I learned all, you know, by ear and everything, like most of us, you know, we didn't right. really have proper training or anything. So it's cool. It's, you know, being able to play both 
is good for a songwriting. You know, I think it helps with structuring songs and it's good because it maybe gives a couple more opportunities to be in projects, you know, because someone needs a drummer or someone needs a good always player. true. Yeah. Yeah. Someone true. always needs a drummer. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Much like I was going to, I was going to ask you about that with your songwriting. Like, do you have to, do you, do you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to switch gears now while I'm writing and think like a drummer or is it all just kind of, or, or like, know, I'm going to think like a singer when I write this song or. It's, it's crazy. Uh, cause I, I actually think about that sometimes too, because I think some songs, as far as the acoustic stuff, you know, I'm not thinking about a drummer. Um, you know, they're like super personal or slow and like chilled. So I guess the drummer side helps in terms of timing and tempo and like, you know, making sure that I'm in a decent rhythm, especially while doing it live, you know, but mm -hmm. um, they like lately uh, for the, for the, the music I'm working on now, you know, like a lot of the songs were like, okay, I want, I want to play drums to these songs. I want them to be full band songs. So I kind of wrote them that way. And, uh, you know, half of them started on an acoustic and the other half started on an electric. So it's, uh, it, it all depends, man. I think, I think the drummer side of me is always there for sure. You know, which is like a good thing and a bad thing because it can like, you're so worried about tempo and timing that you kind of, you can lose flow. You know, in some some mm -hmm. of the greatest songs are just like flowy and chill, and you don't. Oh they're yeah. Not ri they're not rigid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Toward drums, you know, when you're talking about click tracks, it's like okay, I have to be in this perfect time, like robotic style stuff. And uh, with some of the acoustic songs, it's like, you know, you don't have to really worry about that. You can just throw right. the drummer throw the drummer side out of the throw the drummer to the wayside, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear that in some old recordings too. You know, go like like fifties and sixties. You know, and you hear all the tempo speed up and slow down with even the like famous oh, yeah. songs. You know, I'm definitely known for that. <laughs> Being a drummer, <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of projects I've been and they're like, "Bro, you played like really fast on that chorus." I'm like, "Dude, just let me do my thing, man." It's the chorus, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been fun. working on that, but yeah, I love the flow of it. You know, I, I really do. Um, but it's I'm lucky. I'm definitely lucky to be halfway decent at, at guitar and drums. You know, just just more opportunities and and uh, a good foundation for writing songs. Well, you're being humble. I would say you're more than halfway decent at both. But uh, oh, thanks, man. Agreed. Be, um, so you mentioned the the new stuff you're doing. I was going to ask you about that too. Is it going to be acoustic? But you said it's going to be full band. Well, I mean, That's it's you, right, playing everything, but. Yeah, it's it's called narcissism. <laughs> it's basically, uh, it's it's it, it kind of is. It's you know, it, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time since I was able. You know, I started writing songs when I was like sixteen. You know, and I had, I wasn't the greatest drummer when I was sixteen. I was a decent guitar player, and so I always had it in my head of like, man, you know, I want to. I want to play drums and guitar on a record and just like put out songs that, that I wrote that don't have to be part of any project or anything. So that's kind of been, what's been going on for the last like two years is, is, uh, you know, I got, I think like 12 songs or so and they're full band. I'm playing drums, I'm playing guitar, uh, singing. And a friend of mine from Southern California is going to be playing bass. So I mean, it's, cool. 
it's uh it's been fun it's just it's a lot and it's uh you know how we are how musicians are you you second guess yourself at every turn and <laughs> and you're like oh i don't like this lead or i don't like this part and that's been the hardest thing is mm-hmm. is that is just overcoming is this good enough do i like it let's move on type thing mm. Yeah, that's got to be really hard because like, how do you like just say, okay, this is enough. I'm going to stick with what I have or just beat this part to death for like a month. And then like, there's, that's a, that's a hard balance, I think. It is, man. And, uh, I think, I mean, for me, if I hit it too hard and I try, 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 I just get burnt out and then like nothing's good enough or I'm like, oh, I want to start over. I don't like these leads or whatever. And I'm kind of, I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, okay, let's just write something and be done with it and move on. It's not like, you know, I'm just wanting it to sound halfway decent. I think the songs are good and that's all I really care about. I'm not trying to, this record, like the full band thing is pretty simple. I mean, there's some, there's some techie parts, but for the most part, it's uh it's pretty straightforward and the songs are very simple, but um, it, it is, it's a challenge. I mean, you're your own worst enemy, you know, and like, and it's been taking so long to do this. Obviously COVID happened and that kind of like shut down things at the studio. And then I moved. And so, you know, I'm recording in Bakersfield with Justin and like, that's been, you know, I haven't been back in a year or so right. to, to yeah. record leads. So, I mean, luckily I got a decent recording set up here at my house, just, just mainly for writing you know, to mm-hmm. write leads and to demo out songs. So then when I, when I'm ready to, you know, finish this record, I'll pretty much have everything done and I won't be going in, you know, blind or anything like that. Right. That's awesome, man. I'm excited to hear it. Is it going to be like acoustic based rock stuff or is it going to be like more like oh, no, it's, guitars? It's full on punk. Yeah. Full on punk. Rock. Oh, right so, on. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, cool. you know, That's like rad. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that all, you know, that some off with their heads influences, like some Menzingers type stuff. And like in that realm of just like traditional kind of slow driving punk. Nice. Uh, but there's some fast ones, too. It's a it's a little bit of everything, you know, so I, I'm stoked on it. It's just uh, it's taken a while to get done and, and get all get get all my ducks in a row to to like keep it moving forward and you know, life is crazy and busy. And like, sometimes I'm working super long days and I get home and I'm like, uh, I don't want to write any guitar leads. (laughs) I just want to eat food and watch good girls. (laughs) (laughs) At first I thought you were going to say Gilmore girls. And I was like, (laughs) I actually, I don't think it's your jam. No, it's not. I was just just playing. (laughs) But good girl. I mean, I'll come over and watch good girls with you. Good girl. Have you seen the show? I've seen like the first season a long time yeah, ago. It's all it's right. pretty it's great. Pretty it's pretty. Yeah, it's all right. Sister, it's all right. My sister and dad like got me on it, and now I'm like I feel ashamed to say that I watched that show. But, well, um, I'll be ashamed with you. I've watched worse for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I did a deep dive with Dawson's Creek back in the day with my sister. <laughs> you, oh, you're I'm, like, now, what am I? No, I'm not lying. Yeah. Now that song is just in my head. That so, because I was like, it okay, may, there's a there's an age difference between us, and I was like, I want to bond with her a bit, you know. She's into Dawson's Creek. I'll watch it, but then it turned into like, hey, <laughs> Dawson Creek is on in half an hour. Let's get in. I gotta see what my boy Pacey is up to. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I one thing that like uh, 
forget the the girl that did the song for that and she had hairy armpits that's one thing i do remember remember she what had hairy song armpits? was it oh yeah 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 what i was don't want to wait for all oh, my life it's a catchy ass song paula cole paula cole paula that's her name oh damn dude uh-huh. remember that out. what yeah. just happened i have all her albums yeah i mean i don't blame you <laughs> on vinyl yeah. on cassette you have them all yeah. yeah at all just in case hell yeah <laughs> just like just like michael bolton you have the whole catalog yeah yeah i celebrate his whole catalog i celebrate his whole catalog <laughs> oh. hey i want to so more stuff about songwriting i wanted to ask you about this i'm always curious about you know i write i write a lot i just don't usually like almost any of it you know but um do you and we're talking about how kind of like beating a song to death like trying to find that magical next section right where it's like or a lead you're talking about writing guitar leads like trying to find right. that one that you just go there it is um do you ever come full circle where you start with an idea and then you try like a hundred other ideas and then you land back on one and you go oh this feels good and you go that's where i started <laughs> does that ever happen to you um it, <laughs> or is that just me <laughs> it's no no it, it definitely has uh i mean even recently uh with working on this record for sure, man. I mean, I I'll start with a lead and I'll like stop and I'll just think about how much I don't want it to be that lead or I don't want that part to be that way. And then I'll try other things and it doesn't really work. And, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll totally come back to the original idea because the original idea is the best. And I think that that's, I think that's the case for a lot of music, you know, is, is, like what comes to you first is, I mean, almost like a gut instinct, you know, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, this is where I want to go on the fretboard with this particular part, or this is where I want to go vocally. Um, I'd say most of the time musicians or songwriters, like their first instinct is probably right. You know, you, you know, you've been doing it for 20, 30 years and it's not like, not everything's gold, obviously right from the start. Mm -hmm. But I think just doing it long enough that, you know, the first thing you come up with is, is might be the best, you know, but not always. I mean, trust me, I, I, I know we're going to go back and redo things. And, you know, sometimes you have to sit and stew on it and be like, oh, I got this other idea that might be 10 times better. But I don't know, like I, I'm trying these days to just like put something down and be done with it and move on. You know, if I'm even kind of happy with it, I'm like, cool. Um, Cause there's, you know, always time for another song basically. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm kind of getting into that head space too with writing where I feel less, um, less precious about it, you know, where I'm like, I, uh, you know, even if I don't love it, it's like, whatever it's done now, I can move on to the next one. And yeah. And like, I think that's a good mindset to, have i've read like quite a few interviews with people musicians that i like really look up to and you know they're a a few of them are in that space as well where they're just like have to be okay with it and just be done and move on and you know go on to the next thing um it's obvious you know it might be different for you know musicians or songwriters that have the this massive following you know like that that's a different animal i would imagine you're like damn i want to put out these 12 songs or whatever and you're you know, you want to make sure they're good or, but I, I think overall, the most important thing 
for any for me i at least is like i'm happy with it if i'm happy with it mm-hmm. then that's it you know and usually everybody is too <laughs> <For the most laughs> part. or they're just like okay yeah this is all right cool whatever but yeah i i that's where i'm at man it's just like lay something down it's good good enough then i'm done and then once you have a catalog of songs you may not even pick that to be on a record or anything but at least you got it out and you move on because sometimes you just get stuck and it's yeah i'm with you yeah i mean it can uh you know getting stuck on it and trying too hard i think is uh counterproductive to like the creative process you know and sometimes you just gotta step away step away like don't pick up a guitar for three or four days and then come back to it and all this come back to it yeah fresh for sure or to feel excited by it again usually right because because you might have like a two parts of a song that's how it goes with me i'll have like two parts and i'm like i love this whatever comes next has got to be just as good and i can't think of it right now so I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. And that's, that's good. I think, you know, trying too hard on anything, if you just put too much in, in terms of like repetitiveness, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll burn you out. But, and I've been, that's a good thing about lately is I've been so damn busy that, you know, I'm working on a couple songs a week and I have like these spurts where, I'll like finish two or three in a weekend in terms of like these leads that I'm writing for this record. And then I'll just kind of step away and, and not mess with it for a week or two. And uh, it's been good. I think it's been good for like keeping things interesting, keep them fresh and, and having time for other things too. Do you write a lot of songs? Like, are there going to be songs that maybe you don't record? You don't think they fit with the others or, or is it just, do you write like a kind of, just enough for the the i guess album or ep or whatever you want to put out usually yeah i mean that's that's usually where i'm at like uh i'm writing songs that are that are getting used pretty much on Uh on a record or on anything um yeah i've never had like excess like oh i have 18 songs to choose from and i'm gonna put 12 on a record i'm i just i'm not like that i can't i wish i was like like that that. sometimes I wish I, I watched too. I watched this uh, Dolly Parton documentary. My daughter's in love with Dolly Parton, right? And and she's talking about like a this really short time frame. She wrote like twenty songs, and two of them were like, "I will always love you" and Jolene, you know. Wow. And somebody else wow. had to go. Those are really good. And she was kind of like, "Oh, they are. I don't know. They're just one of the batch of you know fifty songs I wrote this month." Whatever. Right. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, that's crazy. I mean, it, you start talking about musicians like that. It's like, and that's the thing is, is, you know, when you're part of a group, you have all these different minds at play. So it might be a little easier to crank out like 20 songs. If you got four, four people or five people all pitching in on the creative process, but doing it by yourself, it's like, all right, I wrote 12. That took forever. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just put these out because that's all I got, man. That's all you're getting. Right. So, and, and you know, it's like, I think a lot of, a lot of the bands, uh, like, like Propagandi is my favorite band, like of all time. And I think they operate on the same, like kind of premise of right of, of releasing an album is like, okay, here's 12 songs. And all of these songs are going on the record maybe there'll be like two extras, but they'll usually put them in on like a bonus deluxe version or something like that. And so 
I kind of like that. I like just focus on the songs and make them as good as they can be. Uh, and then try not to do excess. I don't know. I think sometimes, you know, I hear of bands going into studios and are like, okay, so we got 45 songs. We got to narrow yeah. it down to 12. I'm like, what? Why did you waste <laughs> all that time writing 45 songs? Like, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's just weird, but you know, I, I come from a, a simple punk rock kind of background and, you know, Here we are again. We can we can all freeze. <laughs> Songwriting. Well, yeah. Well, while he's um, coming back, I also wanted to mention too that um, in Bakersfield, you guys remember KSVG, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Looney um, posted something the other day online. Um, that they're getting the, the channel's getting spun back up. Um, oh, right on. That if there's any bands that want to submit their music, um, let's see here. Let me find it here. Looney KSVG at Outlook.com. So L O O N E Y K S V G at Outlook.com. Um, and they're accepting music from anybody. And so oh, I, would, awesome. I would send that there and um, as they start. I think they already have the antenna back up, uh, but they're looking to expanding that further because there's only certain spots in Bakersfield that can actually tune right. in. Um, so they're actually getting the boost there, and it's a uh, 103.5 FM. So that's pretty cool. Be savage. <clears throat> yeah. So if you any bands out there, don't submit it. Yeah, get on that. That's really cool. Do it up. <laughs> Looks like Maddie's back. Matt's back. Sorry, I had to go up on my roof and adjust my tinfoil antenna in order. Oh, to perfect! Nice. All right. That's perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Good. Yeah. Looks better. Yeah. Better image is coming in clearer. Yeah, you're coming in. Yeah, it's, I like to do things old school. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm actually uh, dialing up right now. I'm gonna dial up internet with a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do have really bad internet, so I apologize. That's all good, man. That was perfect because I did a little little thing and you popped right back up like if it was planned. I mean, it's like perfect. Oh, Just a wow. little, little plug. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Can you do it again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'll go. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I, I forget where we were, but anyways. Yeah. I don't remember either. I, I did want to ask you another thing a little about uh, playing live, you know, playing by yourself versus playing with a band. You know, what are the what are the differences or do you like one of those more? Oh man. Uh, band is super fun. You know, you got freaking energy on stage with your buds. It's, uh, and you know, usually, you know, in any band I've been in, it's like high energy music, you know, it's loud. It's, you know, you're plugged into a stack, a half stack, no combo bullshit. Yeah, no, no. I, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm team loud for sure. I'm team four four twelve cabinets, and uh, you know, it, it, I it, that's a whole other debate. But bring in the ruckus. I mean, yeah, absolutely, man. So the band is is super fun because it's energetic, and you're up there with your friends, and you know the vibe is just completely different. And and solo is 
and it's it's kind of nerve-wracking you know I've, I've played a bunch of solo shows and i still get nervous you know and even when i was in a band i would still get nervous you know you get kind of like you just want to perform well and the thing with the acoustic like music is i mean you make a mistake everybody's gonna know it yeah there's nowhere to hide huh? and, yeah and you know i i feel somewhat comfortable up there you know it's uh I think it's easier to communicate with your audience as a solo performer. Uh, at least from my perspective, it's like, you know, I can, I don't know. There's just, it's quieter. It's, it's less chaos. So, mm -hmm. but you gotta be in the right like environment for a solo show, you know, cause I've had a lot yeah. of bars and it's just loud and it's like, you're like no one's paying attention it's just a bunch of people talking and it's like oh this is kind of a bummer and that's right. i i actually prefer house shows for an acoustic yeah setting, like for yeah. sure um you know and if i could i would play them all the time or like small coffee shops where i don't know people are there for the music you know at a bar sometimes you know people just don't care they're there right and, and when you're at a band you just yeah. turn up to 11 and you blow out the crowd so you win exactly but exactly solo, you, have yeah. no, you have no choice but to listen to me basically yeah. when you're in yeah. a band <laughs> yeah it, it's it's weird though i mean i i like both of them but i i'd say like i miss being on stage with a band i really do it's the energy it, it's the energy of creating music in real time with other people in the moment right it's like someone once talked about i don't know who it was and i might trail off on some weird shit but let's do it uh Sounds perfect. Yeah, we're about to get deep, man. <laughs> Let's it, do it. Like they describe being uh, you know, playing music with other people on stage or live is like you're almost like transcending time in a way. It's crazy because you everybody has to be in the exact same moment in order for the song not to sound terrible. And so and everybody's doing different things that still works together. And it's like this to me that that's kind of what it's like you're everybody's on a different like time wave but it all works together and i, I don't know there's someone said it way better than i just did i know that but, uh, <laughs> that's what i but yeah I that's what i love about it man i i love i would prefer to be on stage with with buds playing live music for sure but you know, sometimes you got to get sad and be like, "No one wants to play with me, so I'm up here by myself." <laughs> well, you can you, you can do the. Sad. <laughs> you got to get sad yeah. sometimes. Do you do the thing uh, that where is... you where you tune your guitar between songs for like four minutes and tell a long story? And I try like not some singer songwriters do. <laughs> yeah, I I hate doing that, but like if I hear my if I hear my guitar out, I'm like, okay, I gotta tune this. Here comes a really terrible story or a bad dad joke or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 awkward, man. It can get awkward for sure. But you know, I've seen people that are way more awkward than me <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so I'm like, I think I'm doing okay when I'm up there by myself. It's all about just like interacting with the audience and trying to because if if you're uncomfortable and you show that you're uncomfortable the entire audience is going to be uncomfortable just be like wow this is awkward yeah. yeah so how did that so the last show you played was a solo show right and you did that at the fox yeah and so yeah. and so how was that like going off what you just said 
solo all by yourself there's no one there like really all by yourself (laughs) and you're like okay this is not what like that's got to be super that has got to be super weird how did how did that work for you was that kind of trippy or was it just kind of like oh i've i've done this a thousand times no big deal well in the sense that playing to a room of no one i have done quite a few times (laughs) so that that wasn't really anything new it's like oh i played a bunch of empty shows you're like, so I mean, hey, Chris, thanks for coming yeah. out today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Want to thank Mikey and his wife for coming out. <laughs> it was like, you know, maybe like, you know, there was a decent amount of people there, but it, that was that was cool. I mean, um, it's still weird, you know, you're one dude up there on a giant stage in a empty, right. you know, theater that's 2000 seater or something like that. And, uh, it was cool. You know, I just kind of looked at it as an opportunity to, you know, like brush up on things and, and, uh, work on banter and work on, uh, you know, playing through a sound system because, you know, a lot yeah, of the right. shows over, over the last few years, you know, a lot of them have been, you know, house shows. And I, if I can get away with it at a house show, I won't mic up, you know, if, if I can. Um, but, it was cool. It was a great experience. And, and, uh, I mean, I liked it a lot. It's just, you know, obviously strange to play a giant theater that's empty, but did it, was it full sound? Was it really loud in there? It kind of was actually, there was a bunch of, you know, echo because no bodies in there. So, uh, I, I mean, I thought it sounded pretty good in terms of, you know, what I was hearing back, uh, while, while playing and, I, I was just grateful to get the opportunity, man. You know, it was super cool to, and plus I was opening up for Niner Niner. You know, they're like one of my favorite Bakersfield bands for sure. So good. And, and so good. And what's, you know, going back to my first band, Third World Assassins, their drummer, David, was my drummer <laughs> right. in the world. So that was like super cool to be playing with David again, opening up for his band. Yeah. And, and just being there to see Niner Niner and not seeing music for the last eight to nine months. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I get to see this band that I love. And I also get to play the show. And it was cool. It was really Yeah. Fun. Sometimes you just need some vitamin D, dude. Yes. yes. <laughs> I had, I have, I've had quite a few doses of vitamin D and I love it. It's great, man. <laughs> the D machine. Up, oh man. We grew up <laughs> playing together, man. I, me and that guy go way back. Such a good dude. That such a good dude and if you hear that dude play some fast punk you will be like holy shit he's yeah he's really good chops he's i mean he's got he's a great drummer all around for sure but uh you know the the first band we were in uh, he he was tight and he was fast and yeah uh, he he made the band like 10 times better because i had an original drummer and we kicked him out and then we got david and it was just like night and day so yeah props to nine or nine or props to dean Hell yeah. So it was Third World Assassins your first band? Yeah, very first band. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Steven says double D. (laughs) The David D. (laughs) Double D. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, Third World was the first band ever, man. And uh, it was, it was a, it was a, the perfect experience for a first band, in my opinion. It kind of set the stage for what I was going to be dealing with in other bands and what to expect and and what not to expect, you know, because Hmm. a lot of people start playing music and they have these grand ideas of how great it's going to be. And I'm not saying don't try to shoot for something big, but 
if you're realistic about your expectations, you're like never disappointed. You're, and you're always stoked, you know, and, and playing in that band totally did it for me. And it helped me become like a good songwriter. And yeah, it was fun times, man. I really do miss that band a lot. So who else was, who else was in that? You Dean and who, who, uh, my buddy, Tony, Tony was the bass player. Yeah. Unfortunately he passed away back in 2011 and uh and and actually tony was when i was talking about starting playing music uh you know when i was like 13 tony was one of the two guys that played music that inspired me he was Mm. definitely probably probably the biggest influence uh at getting me to want to play guitar because he would he would bust out like the flintstones on his stratocaster and i was like you son of a bitch i gotta (laughs) learn how to play how are you doing that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was I was blown away, man, just watching him play. And he was he was a really good guitar player. Um, and, you know, uh, I guess as a, I, I was more prone to songwriting. And, you know, a lot of the, the guys I grew up around weren't really songwriters. They were they could play, you know, but they weren't they didn't just I don't know. They didn't try or they didn't have the songwriting knack or whatever. So that's why Tony ended up playing bass. And uh, yeah, so it was cool. It was like, you know, playing with my buds and we would play every damn show we possibly could. Everyone, like, hey could, guys, yeah. we got we got seven shows this month. Come out to all of them. <laughs> They're all local, right? It's but, only know, three bucks. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're young and hungry, and I miss those days. You know the 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 music scene was. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad in Bakersfield now. It's just different, and um, yeah, and uh, I do miss those days where you know it was just all kinds of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. all kinds of music and and no one really cared if they were cool or not <laughs> that's that's what i liked about it you just jammed and you played your songs and yeah done. you could just wear whatever you want you didn't have to i don't know you didn't really have to play the part and i i think that's the thing that i see in music a lot these days people are trying to play a part and i'm like ah just be yourself man it's the best yeah. thing in yeah. my opinion yeah just be yeah 100 you if it yeah. if it's if it's weird because you're weird, that's even better. I like that <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I, I, I do love miss that weirdos. Yeah, I yeah I do too. I mean, you'd like show up and play a show at Jerry's, and they're like, "Okay, you're playing with the ska band." There's an MC, and there's yeah. also a, a a country rockabilly death metal band playing. Right, it's like yes. that. that <laughs> I, I loved that, man. It was yeah, And there's a blow up pool in the back if you guys want to get. Yeah. <laughs> I remember showing up to Jerry's once and there was like this, this band that was medieval themed. And I'm pretty sure they were a Bakersfield <laughs> local band. Actually, they awesome. were because their, uh, their drummer, I ended up seeing him like recently. He's all freaking super yoked and swole. He was yoked and swole back then. But this dude was wearing like uh mylar. What's the, the like the metal stuff oh, like they like, wear. like a chain mail Ch- chain mail yeah yeah or chain yeah. Mail, oh yeah they call like it. Whole- he had that on and and like full-on like looked like a knight and like they were playing like That's it was awesome. just one guitar player and a drummer and it was all blast beach just like just crazy <laughs> and i was like this is awesome i was That's so stoked about. on it yeah and that you know i i do miss those days where it's just like everybody had a chance to do whatever they wanted it's pretty fun Oh yeah, there was some cra- there was some weird bands, man. I loved going out to see them. Once you see them once, you're like, dude, I'm gonna go again. And you go back, and it's even weirder. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it, it's, it's part uh, in some weirdness. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm yeah. sure we all did, man. I one time uh, with Third World, I I played at Jerry's and I went into the bathroom and I put on a Santa costume. <sighs> And I played the whole show as Santa <laughs> and like no one was, everybody was just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it, was, it was great. <laughs> there was no Christmas spirit at the show whatsoever. At all. And I just decided me in a, in like a melodic hardcore punk band, let's go ahead and dress up like Santa Claus. Cause I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> let's yeah, do this just, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, that, that's the thing about like back then. And you know, when you're starting out and, and even now, you know, I, I don't think I'd put on a Santa costume now, but not because I take myself too seriously. It's just because I'd sweat like a motherfucker. Right. You're like, but I'm not like, doing that. Anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a big mistake, but I, I love seeing that kind of stuff, man. I just, I wish there was more, uh, more of it these days. There is, if you go on like YouTube and TikTok, but that's not a stage and it's not live. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Takes takes more guts, I think, to do it <laughs> live in front of a room full of people. Absolutely, dude. This is a good time. You kind of told us one already, but we. I have to say, Mikey, I've always been a little disappointed with uh, when we ask bands about their stories from the road. They have yeah. any good stories? They're always like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I think Cities gave us a good one the very first episode. But I bet mm-hmm. I was thought Matt's got to have one. You have any oh, like man. weird stories uh, from, the, from the road that are? <laughs> that you were uh, comfortable sharing. Oh, dude. That's the thing, Jordan, uh, too. It's like, there's probably so much stuff that has happened, but it's just hard remembering since all the debauchery. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, what, you know, just, oh, I was like, I drank 80 beers that night. I don't remember anything. <laughs> you know, that, that yeah. sort of thing. But ho- hopefully, I don't know, Matt, Matt might have something. Oh, man, I got a, a lot, a lot of them for sure. A lot of crazy ones and weird ones. But one that I think is like the weirdest is... Um, uh, I wasn't playing on this tour. I was tour managing a tour, a band from Switzerland, uh, called cardiac. Um, and anyways, like, uh, we went to LA cause they were shooting a video. Right. And, and send dog from Cypress Hill was going to be in the video. And, um, yeah. And so the, the singer Ricardo, uh, <laughs> uh, had been talking to send dog. So this send dog was actually showing up. And so we had a drive from Sacramento. We had to leave at like three or four in the morning, make it all the way to downtown LA by like 10 or 11 to get there to start shooting this video. So I dropped the guys off and they're like, Hey man, go get some pizzas and like some beers or whatever while we're setting up. And so, uh, back up a little bit when we first get, excuse me, when we first get to this place, uh, it's in a warehouse district, like, like deep LA, just warehouses, graffiti everywhere. It's, it's gnarly, like an industrial type work street, whatever. And so I walk in and the place is all super low lit and there's sex swings and like sex, uh, uh, the, the what? wheels that they put people on, <laughs> like and you, you, you like clamp someone down and you spin them or whatever. There were private rooms. There was whips and chains wow. and all kinds of stuff. And the guy that opened the door to let us in, uh, uh, had like, uh, he almost looked like a good description is you remember at the Eddie Murphy movie vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. This dude looked just like him, like almost <laughs> to a T and he, and he seriously had vampire teeth. He had his teeth oh, like yes. shit to be a vampire. And so this oh, guy ran, awesome. he, he ran this underground sex club 
and we were and they so apparently uh cardiac which is like a positive hardcore and they sing in spanish they're a fantastic band super polished and very professional and they're shooting they figure out that they're shooting their video <laughs> in this underground oh that the guy who was in, in in charge of shooting the video didn't tell them this he's just like oh yeah we got this location good and so we show up and ricardo's like dude we can't shoot our video here man we can't do this and the guy's like we'll keep all the sex swings out i promise and so so that that was funny in itself right i'm like dude we're at an right. underground sex club and and so like marilyn manson goes there and all these huge celebrities like go to this sex club apparently and i'm like wow this is interesting i'm gonna go get some pizzas guys so i go to get <laughs> i go to get some uh little caesar's pizza and like some beers and so there were two different stops i had to go get the pizza and then right down the street was a liquor store because apparently like they didn't sell booze at the 7-Eleven that was right next door so i had to walk to this different store as i'm walking in to this other liquor store this dude walks out and i look at him and i'm like i know that dude from somewhere and i, I just brushed it off i get the 12 pack i go in and as i'm pulling up with the van send dog is pulling up and he's send dog from cypress hill is pulling up and he gets out and i was like that's the dude i just passed at the liquor store he just walked right <laughs> by me it was send dog and so, uh, and I walk in, he's all, man, I just saw you at the liquor store, huh? I was like, yeah, I knew you looked familiar, dude. <laughs> and so, uh, and then, and then we came in and, uh, started shooting the video, climbed up on the roof. The roof shot was pretty cool. Cause there were no like sex strings or sex swings and weird stuff on the roof. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's one, that's one story. One of that's many. hilarious. So See, is that a good one? Yeah. That's a good one. I, that's a good yeah. one. Um, is that video on did they put that video online? It is, mm -hmm. yeah. The video, uh, I think if you just if you just Googled like cardiac um featuring send dog, you'll oh, okay. find the video. Cool, cool, cool. And uh and I think I'm in the video. <laughs> I think they put my ass in it at some point, maybe. But <laughs> That's uh awesome. I think you yeah, are that in was there, man. weird. The, it, Ed is a weird that story, weird. man. I was just like, what the hell is going on right now? See, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone else we have on here, they need to I don't know. Yeah, start start remembering those <laughs> Ste stories, people. Remember those stories, or step up their game and make some new weird ones or something. <laughs> yeah, just make something just, up because that <laughs> that was all made up. That's not. Yeah, he just ah, made it all shit. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I mean, a lot of people probably going on tour, and like, it depends on the the crew you're with, you know, and it depends on the the where the band members are at in life. You know, they might just want to play the show and go home, and it's boring and right. nothing cool happens. Right. But all true. the tours I've been on, I, I was a party maniac. So some cool stuff happened for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is that where, so being on the road as much as you have, is that where you fell in love with Del Taco or how does that work? <laughs> I knew we were going to get around to that. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not even, I'm the, not the, even the, kidding. The, like it's, it's a thing. It's totally you, a thing. It turned yeah. into a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, Jared uh, from Sick Waiting, him and I toured together quite a bit doing the solo stuff. And, you know, he's I had been a fan of Del Taco, but he he helped me elevate my fandom for sure. And uh, <laughs> you, helped, just, you you passed it on to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. And I, I think it did to quite a, a lot of other people, you know, where they <laughs> it became this cult type following for Del Del, not Bell. You know, and, uh, 
I think there's a lot of reasons why I love Del Taco. Uh, I mean, what, one of the best is just like when you're on tour and you're broke, it's like super affordable and you can get like pretty decent quality food for really cheap. I mean, you go there and you know that menu, right? And you know the secrets. You spend five <laughs> bucks, you're walking out a fat, happy man. Yeah. What, what's your go-to? He knows the secret menu oh, and everything. He told oh, me yeah, about bold, like order a burrito and go bold. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh go-to menu item is half pound bean and cheese burrito, no red or green sauce, go bold, add Chipotle. And the that's go bold what you told is me. Basically- yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the that's the secret moneymaker, man. And it's like maybe like a dollar forty-nine at most, I think. And this, the go bold is they'll put fries and the, 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 like the white sauce from the chicken soft tacos. They'll put that and fries within anything you want. I mean, you can go bold on a milkshake, baby. Which would be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just get a bold milkshake? <laughs> it's just. Oh, gross! Milkshake? That's so nasty. Stick the fries and the white sauce in a blender. Oh, <laughs> so nasty, <laughs> so nasty. Um, while he get, comes back, since he, his internet mm-hmm. sucks, um, the one that opened up right over here by our house. Yeah. Right? Um, right when that opened up, I told I told Matt, I'm like, I remember. We got to remember that. We got to go. And he's yeah. like, All right, cool. And then we took a selfie in front of the Del Taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like what? I think he's been to like all of them. <laughs> he's been to every single Del Taco. <laughs> like all of them. Every single one. Yeah, he should um, be. Yeah, that should be like a side job or something. You know, he's already a, dude, could be a spokesperson. Yeah, if, if he's in a van doing solo stuff, like throw the Del Taco sign on there. You could probably be like sponsorship you know? or something. Yeah, That'd be amazing. Or free food if you just slap it on the side of the van. It's going to come back for the next tour so fat. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. (laughs) So now that I got sponsorship at Del Taco, eating there three times a day, every day. Exactly, dude. (laughs) Matt, I'll tell them how you and I went to the the new one over here by my house and we took a selfie in front of the the brand new Del Taco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that good day. It was a great day. That was awesome. And there was a I guy mean, any, that drove by. What, what happened? There was a guy that drove by in front of us, and he said something. Oh, I can't remember. oh that I don't know. Actually, I forget. I thought he said I did something. Into, I don't know. He better not have said anything bad. I would, you know, I'm gonna find him. Yeah, you're gonna find him <laughs> years later. Yeah, exactly. You know what I hear that is when they build a Del Taco, like in your neighborhood, your real estate actually increases. It goes up. Mm. That's so how impactful house, they are. Your house is worth more now than it was before the Dell was there. <laughs> I don't know how the people I, feel I, who are like a, a, a block up from us who can see the Del Taco sign twenty four seven from their street. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Scotty's Chicken on like or like Kenny Rogers Chicken on Seinfeld. Right. You just see yeah, the yeah. Dell light all night, <laughs> <laughs> which would be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Dell, Dell, man, all the way and. Um, you know, I've been kind of <laughs> trying to watch watch what I eat over the last month ah, or so, and I right. uh, haven't had Dell in quite a while. Yeah, I mean, there's healthy options there. There's right, plenty right, of right. healthy options. You know, so so you yeah okay so you do you do the music stuff you do the tour managing stuff. Um, you've done I think you've done sound stuff or stage hand stuff. 
You've also, maybe not. And then no, no, I have. have. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that one job that lasted two weeks. I remember. There we go. Yeah, so I remember <laughs> yeah. that. And then you also um, used to book shows too. So um, with the show bookings, did you did you do that just in town? Because I know you did Sandrini's for a long time, right? Yeah, that's kind of. Did you do um, LA too, or did you just do Bakersfield stuff? I can't remember. I mean, I've helped put a bunch of shows together, uh, you know, usually um, in in terms of out of town stuff, you know, is either had to do with a project that I was in. So I was booking a tour and I needed Mm -hmm. shows and stuff. And uh, a couple of times I did some bookings for I think I booked Kenny Reeves a tour one time. And then uh, that's right. This band, this band, the Shell Corporation, I think I booked them one or two tours and that just became a bit too much, you know, like booking for other people. And, and yeah, we played tours. that show in Fullerton with Shell Corporation. Um, if it kills you, and oh yeah, Shell yeah, Corp- yeah, at yeah. at uh, at Fullerton, or I'm not yeah, not it, it, uh, or Slide Bar, Slide Bar in yeah, 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 rad rad bar and a rad venue too. I like that place, but the the local stuff, it happened. Uh, I just randomly started doing it, man. Like I, back in the MySpace days, I found a, a band called Stabbed and Back and they're, they're a great band. I still love them. And, uh, I was just like, man, I really want to bring this t- band to Bakersfield. I want to see them. And that's how it started pretty much. And I started, I was in third world assassins. I like started this small little booking thing called third world booking and it was pretty much it was never really anything official it was just me being a punk rock music lover and wanting to bring bands that i really liked and getting the opportunity to play with those bands or see those bands and uh yeah i booked a lot of them booked a lot of cool bands and and a lot of bands that you know i loved that i was like huge fans of and uh it it just kind of evolved into its thing and uh, it was fun though it was, uh, it was a lot though. I, I'm glad it never turned into anything mm-hmm. like substantial or like, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't turn into a numbskull shows or anything like that. You know, that takes 25, mm-hmm. 30 years to build that. And right. I was just doing it cause I was a young kid and I was like, yeah, I love this band. So let's bring them. You're so just doing was... the, the whole roots thing, you know, DIY punk rock sort of thing. Do you like, Oh, I want to make it happen. I'm just gonna do it myself. You totally. Know? Totally. And it it was, it was like, and then after, you know, it it started as me liking bands and then touring, like I met so many bands and other musicians from out of town. And, and then the ones that I did book, they would tell their friends and so on and so forth. So I had bands for a while. there hitting me up all the time for shows, which was cool. I mean, it was great, you know, at that time for like small little punk rock stuff, like everybody was hitting me up and, um, it was cool, you know, and I, I really did try to help out as many people as I could, but it's hard, you know, and it's, it's tough to get people out when it's a Tuesday night and freaking soul catcher from San Francisco is coming to town. You know, it's, um, right. No one, you know, no one's coming out on a Tuesday and that, you know, when you're a touring band, uh, a lot of the times you're not going to waste a Friday or a Saturday on Bakersfield, you know, to be completely honest, those bands didn't want to play Friday or Saturday in Bakersfield. They wanted an off date, you know, or they wanted a Thursday right before LA or San Diego or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So, and they just wanted like a a couple of beers and some food before they, like, even if they, there wasn't a lot of people there, they're like, dude, we got fed from the bar. We got a couple, we got 
deals on drinks. We're good for the night, and then you can bail for sold a couple t shirts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, Sandrini's was cool. They they would like you know they would let me book whoever, and and they would pay the bands well, and they would feed them, and they would get drinks, and uh, it yeah. was cool, man. It was it was really lax back then, you know. It was really just like yeah, kind of a free for all. It was kind of a free for all, which was cool for for a while, you know, and you know, things change and, you know, things, you know, businesses have to start looking out for themselves, you know, cause throwing shows five nights a week and, you know, it, it can be costly, but yeah, I do. I, I do miss that. And, but I learned a ton from it, man. I learned, uh, and the best thing was I made a ton of friends, tons of new friends from all over the world, man. I mean, I had, that's where you get those connections from, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bands from all over the world, for real, were playing Sandrini's, and and they became buds, which is that was the best part of it all for sure. Yeah. Big network of of friends now. You got a cat behind you. That's now. cool. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's that's Benny. Hi, Benny. He's waving right now. He's waving. <laughs> I you know I was when I was coming on to do this, I was like, man, I hope he jumps on my bed at one point. He's waving at us. <laughs> yeah. Or he's yeah, flipping he, us off. I don't know which He's one. practicing his palm muting. He's our second animal guest now. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill for real. Oh, uh, yeah. He had uh, his snake. It, 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 yeah. it, it's cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. Cinnamon. You know, I think it's actually pronounced cinnamon. Oh, My, you motherfucker. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh man, shut it know, down. We can shut it down. <laughs> shut it's it over. down. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see here. So I know we talked about propaganda. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but we did we ended up going to that show one in, in LA that one night or Pomona. Yeah. Um I think I was with I think I was with Vitamin Dean. You were um, yeah, mm-hmm. and that that was a that was a fun show. And so you also went to Canada to go see them, right? So like you're, I think you did, right? You went to Canada to go see them. Is that right? I yeah. Did. So you're like yeah. you're like you're like a super fan. You could say you're that. like you're like you know when you're on <laughs> Facebook and you're like a, a and you go on a page a lot and it's like you're a fan and you tap display badge. That's you in real life, dude. Yeah, that's right. Top you're a diamond or something like that. <laughs> top fan, yeah. yeah, top fan, yeah. Top fan for sure. So how many times you know, have the- you seen them live? Uh, I think I want to say like almost 10, close to 10. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and yeah. all over too, I, you know, touring. I saw him one time when I was on tour in New York and like we had an off day and they were playing like down in Manhattan somewhere. Sweet. And so I bought tickets and freaking went down there and saw them. That was amazing. And the comeback kid opened that show. That was really cool. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah. And, and you know, the first, time i ever saw propaganda uh was in ventura there was a venue called alpine skate or something like that Mm. and uh and dean was with me uh it was me uh dean and tony uh the band crew and we got inside my 1997 totally smashed up ford escort and drove all the way there in the rain to make it happen. Like we almost died, but it's cool. It was, it was so cool. And uh, yeah, that band means a lot to me. It really, they really do. I, I, I just think I could go on for a long time as why I love him, but it's the message. It's the way the message is delivered. And it's the attitude of that band. 
which is just like super humble, kind of like just a couple, like it, it reminds me, you know, of a lot of people I grew up around, just like a couple skids, you know, like wearing cut off yeah. jeans and freaking just all they their focus is the music and the message and uh and uh i can't say enough good things about them and and i've been oh, yeah. super fortunate to to meet them all and and kind of know todd a little bit todd their bass player is a super nice dude um and uh yeah they're it's, it's fanboy cool. over here but not not to the <laughs> point where when i first met their singer i kind of freaked out a little bit and i was like intimidated because i don't right. i mean i could meet any celebrity and i'm just like whatever but when I met Chris Hanna, I was like, oh, damn, this is I'm kind of nervous right now. I have no I'm idea. Frozen. Why, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> great band, man. Love them. Love them a lot. Oh, yeah. Jordan. What's up? I like them, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really have it. Yeah. I just said your name. I, I know. I would. <laughs> I know there was one one question I wanted to ask you, but it's like totally off topic now. But um, I took us on you... a tangent. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, no, you didn't apologize for anything, dude. I apologize. Okay, <laughs> finally, I've been waiting twenty minutes for that apology. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you like a gear thing. So, especially with your acoustic stuff, because uh, you know, we all know some people that play acoustic, and that's like primarily what they do. And they become like tone chasers, but for acoustic guitars, right? It might be like amps and stuff for for the rest of us most of the time, but for them, it's the acoustic guitar. Did, did you fall into that? Did you go down that rabbit hole chasing the acoustic guitar tone? I'll be completely honest, man. I am like not even a gearhead at all. I never have been. Um, I, I, you know, I found guitars that I really liked a lot, you know. And I ended up getting a Gibson Hummingbird. That's what I've been playing for the last, the Guitar Center edition of the Hummingbird. And, um, you know, it's like, it's probably the most expensive instrument I've ever owned. And I've just stuck with that. It's a good guitar. Uh, before, I will say, I think it's called a, a Yamaha F335 or F355. It's like a $150 acoustic. That mm -hmm. is probably one of the best acoustics I've ever played. In Dude, I have a Yamaha like that too. It just, They're it's awesome. like one that comes in like a starter pack kind of thing, but yeah. it sounds, it sounds amazing. They are, I mean, I had one and I ended up, I had modded it out and like put a pickup in it because it it didn't have a pickup and I was going on tour with it. So I like, I needed to obviously be able to plug into stuff and that was a cool guitar, but yeah, I'm not really much of a tone chaser. I mean, like my even my electric guitar setup is pretty much i have two tellies and one's like a uh it's got two humbuckers on it and my amp is just like an old marshall it's actually a combo that powers a 412 so technically i have six 12s it's kind of overkill <laughs> but uh but i can i can bypass the two 12s and just use the marshall as a head and i have a hughes and kettner like 412 cab um but yeah, I've always been super simple when it comes down to guitar tones. I, I don't really use pedals. Um, I I would like to like maybe dabble in it one day if I could wrap my head around it to figure out effects and different tones. But I guess I've always just been a fan of just straightforward like 
easy either distortion or just a halfway decent sound and acoustic and go for it yeah right so sorry i'm not a gear nerd at all i don't really know anything <laughs> like i keep it, it simple here boys yeah i mean that's all i really know i'm like i just got like this uh right in front of me is like this alesis like midi keyboard thing where you can do mm -hmm. like different like effects and stuff i just got that and that's like i think for the next like actual acoustic record i i want to like dabble in different sounds and different tones with samples and stuff like that but uh i got a lot to learn when it comes down to that put some like some keyboard behind what you're doing in some ways yeah. organs or weird ambient sounds oh, and yeah. stuff and yeah i i started listening to this band uh it's like a solo project called wish you were here and that record it just like opened my eyes to like what a solo record could be and i was just like wow this is amazing it's i think it's amazing and so it it definitely like it's what inspired me to buy the the little midi board and start messing around with different effects and stuff but yeah it's still a long way to go because i i don't know how to work things like it took <laughs> i'm still i'm still figuring out garage band so am i that's right <laughs> Yeah, I don't I'm, I'm just not in. like that's yeah I leave the recording to the professionals <laughs> uh, so and I'm not really a professional so but it's 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 pretty fun to mess with at home man when you got time and you like I, I it was a whole new world for me just like opening up a computer like and starting to record in my room I was like wow this is amazing I'm about think... 20 years late <laughs> that's how I that's how I felt when I started doing that too right uh, at one point I realized I could record things with my microphone and then I could like sample them and put them into the keyboard and play them. Oh, the I didn't know notes. that either. And so I, I was like that. trying to get people laughing, you know, it's like, all right, now you're going to be in this song or like take a real, <laughs> take a real deep breath, you know? Okay. So right. now we got, <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. I, I, I'm going to have to start messing. You just like opened up a wormhole. I'm just going to be sitting here tonight for like seven hours, like getting cat meows. And just I was about to say, Penny's going to get involved now, dude. <laughs> yeah. I went real, I went yeah. real weird with it. Like a, well, not weird. I tried to do something really meaningful, actually. Like when my daughter was tiny, she was a baby, you know, and it just recorded mm -hmm. her baby sounds. And so I have like two songs that have basically me playing her baby sounds on this little keyboard wow, you know awesome, it, oh, you can't so it, awesome. is, it doesn't sound like baby sounds it just sounds like some strange noise because like i slowed it down and put an effect on it right and, you know. right that's cool man you, like yeah that's, that's pretty rad make it like a super personal thing you know yeah it's fun stuff like that which is which is great and people are like oh what's that what's that add-in what is that what'd you use i'm like nope <laughs> we made it you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> is that a plug-in nope <laughs> Yeah, that's just my baby. <laughs> that's what, my baby. Right what plugin is that? You're up, my kid. <laughs> my kid. I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that one. Is that new? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go, go and search for it. <laughs> All right. I'll sell it to you, man. Five grand. <laughs> it's going to be on the next T Swizzle record. <laughs> but she talks back. Oh, you don't mean selling my kid. You mean selling the sound. <laughs> I was about to say it's not going to be a baby anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, that's that's cool. I'll have to check that out because, like I said, this whole MIDI thing is, is super new. And um, I don't really I, – I can't understand the plug-in thing. I'm like, 
I just pretty much use what's in GarageBand. And there's so much just in GarageBand alone that is like, wow, the possibilities are endless. And then you can take, you know, those effects and put other effects on them and delays and reverbs and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, man, it's that that's one thing that I struggle with is too many options, you know, yeah, anything in, in streaming and like, you know, just having like YouTube music, I have access to like anything, any song yeah, I want. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't like that. It's almost like too much. I can't choose. <laughs> You know, as you go on Netflix yeah. and you're like, you scroll for like two hours. You're like, it's too many choices, man. Just, <laughs> I'm going to go to bed just now. Give me, right. I mean, I wish there was a <laughs> way that, that you could like tailor it to, you know, okay, give me 20 movies per day and only 20. And I have to choose from those. Right. Instead of having it's like, what'd you do last night? Oh, I just looked at all the options. I just scrolled around. <laughs> yeah. Didn't <laughs> like any of them. Let's see like what him, Tuesday so brings. Exactly. <laughs> it, I mean, and I need that. Like I, I, I get distracted very, very easily with choices. I mean, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of that these days. And I, I just try to stay focused on, uh, on a lot of the things I like. You go to like, uh, you go to buy Oreos and there's like 30 different Oreo flavors. And you're like, dude, can I'm I just like, get a damn Oreo? <laughs> right. I'm like, dude, this is too much. And it's like that with music. And, you know, we're talking about recording so many options. It's, it's tough. I don't want the Lady Gaga Oreos. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that does not sound good. I don't know. What do those taste like? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. But I just got the regulars. <laughs> just got the regulars. I didn't oh, know. Geez. It scared yeah, me. It scared me. I wasn't sure what was. The, uh, the peanut butter cream filled ones, I think, are the best. Anything peanut butter, man. I'm in. You know. Me too. <laughs> Me too. They're game changers, man. They're really good. Game changers. Hey, oh, there's one other thing I was gonna say about recording with game changers with GarageBand. Is there's <laughs> uh, a few of these tunes that um, that I like that we've written um, lately, like Mikey and I for this new project we're doing. They're written around me trying to figure out how to do something in GarageBand. I was like, how do I? create a snare roll that sounds like a snare roll and then right, you don't want to just right. have a snare roll it's like well something's gotta go over it while i'm trying to create the snare roll and it was like oh shit i wrote a song whoops you know it's kind of like that kind of yeah. thing happens too which is kind of fun the, the the drum part of of garage band i i can't figure out for the life of me it's just i can't do it and I have an electric drum set here at my house and I haven't set it up yet to where I could demo songs out like brand new ones, like full band style stuff. And that's something I'd like to get into is like hooking up the, the kit and then running a bunch of samples through my kit off garage band. Uh, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. And it's just daunting. It's so daunting. <laughs> yeah. The recording thing is, is and I, I tend to be better where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna focus on this full band record and only that, and then when I'm done with that, I'll turn my my focus to a new solo record or whatever. It's just the distractions, man. I'm I'm terrible at them. So it's good to have some of those limitations, and then do you find like inspiration in that kind of challenge because you're like, okay, here's what I'm comfortable using, or I guess I don't know what am I trying to ask. Do you like to be a bit? uncomfortable like when you're trying to write things uh i mean with i i guess i stick to like what's familiar the uncomfortable you know we start talking about samples and all this you know weird stuff new stuff 
it, you know, like I was saying before, we're always second guessing ourselves. You start messing with stuff that you've never messed with and tones and sounds. You're like, you totally second guess yourself even more. Cause you're like, this is so foreign to me. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I tend to like being in a comfort zone when I'm writing or recording or anything like that, be- just because I haven't really stepped out of that in terms of like, you know, the way I write or like just, you know, a simple punk rock record. It's like, okay, distorted guitars and, you know, bass, drums, vocals. It's like pretty simple. So you start walking down some territory where it's like kind of weird and, and foreign. I'm like, yeah, I get a little scared and, and I've, I find myself just like stopping because I'm like, ah. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm I like, don't it's know over what I'm for doing. Me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. I don't really know what I'm doing in general. Uh, <laughs> Who does? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely not me. I'm just, I'm like everybody else. I think we're all just kind of, oh, uh, let's figure this out and try to make it work. Yeah, not like I, I feel like I'm still learning bass because I could be like, oh, you play bass? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. That's the thing, man. I think it's like, <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's fake it till you make it. I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. Like fake it till you make it. And you know, you could, if you're tricky enough at bass or drums or guitar, you could make it sound like you're really good and you're really not. <laughs> that's how I am. I try to make it sound like I, I, you know, I'm not the greatest guitar player by any means. I just like try to do stuff that makes people think that I am. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. That's totally, awesome. man. It's it it, it really is because you you know how to pull I mean, it off. Then, oh, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm learning. I'm learning. Like, it, like one you guys are both like so full of it, man. <laughs> like you're, a power you're chord, both you know? really good players. <laughs> you take you take like a like a lower power chord, not on the E string, on the A string, right? A string power chord, and then you just open up the last two strings of a guitar. Your E and I don't even know the the one after the the high E. Yeah, Yeah. the one after the high E. And you do that and it makes (laughs) it sound like this really cool chord. And then you single strum it and then it makes it sound like you really know what you're doing. But really, you're just like, nah, dude, I did a power chord and I opened up the last two strings. (laughs) You you (laughs) think I'm really good though, but I'm not. Yeah, gotcha, buddy. I do that. I do that kind of shit all the time. Like we figured this out in the 90s. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, that ain't nothing new, but for someone who's like maybe not a musician and they're like, wow, bro, you're oh, yeah. amazing. You're like, if you only knew, buddy, yeah, no proper training or anything. Yeah, that always gets me when you if you see a live band and they're a band that plays lots of guitar solos and they do that thing where it's like this little boxed like scale guitar solo move, but they play it like 10 times the same thing. I always like yeah. to look at the crowd because it's like they do it three times. Everybody's like, oh, he's doing something. And then he gets like five times it's repeated and they're like, look at him go. And then he, by the 10, they're like, yeah. he can't do it again. He go, oh, we can't do it again. And then, and then he, and then the guitar player does it again. And all the guitar players in the room are like, oh, dude, <laughs> but right. Right. But, but the crowd is exactly. like, he played that like 20 times. There was some finger tapping in there and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never been a, it's, it's, I mean, 
the world we're living in today, the musicians out there are so insane and they're younger Dude. and they're better. And it's just, it's yeah. crazy. And it like, uh, you know, just having access to, you know, YouTube or TikTok or anything like that. And you see these kids that are just straight up shredding. I mean, yeah. Absolutely shredding. And it's like, it can be a bit of a bummer where you're like, damn, I'm 36 and I'm not even a quarter that good. <laughs> but I will say that there's a difference between being a shredder and a songwriter. 100%. Oh, for sure. Two, yeah. two, yeah. two different minds, you know, and I've always respected and uh, favored the songwriter, you know, because I, yeah, I mean, same shredding guitar players and, and, and incredible musicians are a dime a dozen. They're all over the place. Songwriters are, are the ones I think that are hard to find. And, and that, I don't know, that's where my mind goes, you know? Yeah, it's pretty bad when you're like, hey, yeah, I've been playing uh, guitar for 20 years. And uh, yeah, you're already better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Crap. see a lot of that. Yeah, yeah I, that happens to me I all the time. It's that. like, whoa, that guy shreds. There's, I can't even remember half the songs that I wrote. I think, I don't know, maybe some of that comes from when, when a person first starts playing, you know, they're like, okay, your mind is going to go one of two ways. And I think, and the mind is like, I want to be the best guitar player I possibly can be. I right. want to shred. And, you know, you're, you're learning Halen, you're, you're learning Ingve, right. you're learning all this stuff and you're reading tabs and all this, you know, everything. And then there's the other side where you're like, oh my God, I love these bands. I love these songs. I want to write songs like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think I, I went the way of like, oh my God, I love songs. You know, I love songs a lot. Yeah. And, you know, fake it. Like I said, fake it till you make it in the songs. And then people think you're good, but oh, yeah. you're not. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'd, I'd rather see a, I don't know, a band who isn't technically what, like amazingly tight and proficient, but they have great songs. Yeah. Matt's gone again. <clears throat> Matt's gone again. Where did okay. you go? It's okay, Matt. <laughs> we, I think we all need to get a GoFundMe for a internet for Matt. Yeah, we need to help Matt out. Yeah. Did we get it's a slideshow of Matt for this one? We no, get, I, don't I don't think, think we so. didn't get any pics for him, huh? No, <clears throat> but I think uh, I think Dave, you you said you might have a video that we'll be able to play at the end here. Oh yeah, I wanted um, to ask him about that uh, song too from that video because I really like it. But I wanted to see if it's going to pee on his next his next yeah. album. Let's see what's up. He's going to drop and he'll come back. There he goes, and probably in about five, four, three. Two, one, chicken potato. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you got my countdown, dude. All right. So what do we have here on the screen, Jordan? Nailed it. So <clears throat> nailed it. Nailed it. This guy in the middle I've been drawing forever was called him uh Jeff the Talking Mongoose. <laughs> That's who he is. He's a black flag fan. Right. Obviously. But obvi. <laughs> yeah, obvi. I started drawing this guy, I think, in junior high. I, I can't remember. I think it was junior high because I read a, a story I found in a, in a book in the library about, uh, you know, like a swindler. You know, this guy had like a, 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 right. a, a mongoose. He convinced people that could talk and you charge tickets mm. to come see the mongoose. And there's like this famous mongoose. Mm. And I just thought it was hilarious. Jeff, the gotcha. talking mongoose. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this is 
self-portrait. <laughs> <laughs> I like your tie. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And your claw hands. <laughs> That's what I have. I have claw hands. Yeah. Yeah. I just held them up to the camera that is not there. Claw <laughs> hands. And then... <laughs> Um, this is a new one. I just wanted to impress Matt. I really, I like Matt a lot. I'm not as yeah. close to Matt as you are, and I want him to like me. And so I thought he would like this guy, this like a head on a spring. Yeah, so that's, that's why I drew that. That's just for Matt. That's a right, right. So that's special, when Matt comes drawing. back, when Matt comes back, we'll ask him what he thinks about that guy. Yeah, um, I want to know. Yeah. So what? So Matt, what do you think about the guy on the left side? Um. Kind of looks like uh, like Doug, but like a zombie version of Doug. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Doug. Zombie Doug. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, 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 I really right. like the fact that the dude's just like holding up horns and saying chicken potato. <laughs> that's awesome. There's a story that's behind great. chicken potato. Yeah. We'll have to maybe tell that some other time. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty inside. We could do that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah, people would be like, yeah. "Okay, that doesn't whatever." That's what happens when your internet goes down. Matt, just start drawing. We'll just <laughs> you literally just drew that. <laughs> no, I actually just drew that. While oh. We were wait, waiting for everybody to get on. For the I think show. we may do oh, a okay. live 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 drawing class now. We'll do that. We'll oh do like, no! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you guys should do that. Uh, local draw stars. That's it. <laughs> that's actually be pretty rad have just read dude we should have bands yeah. like draw art on the show <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be like bob ross like meets music i don't know i don't know where i was going with that what? <laughs> these are fucking happy trees you know it gets all hardcore and you know i don't know <laughs> have we had a trio yeah. on yet have we had like a three-piece on the show yet mikey I don't think we have. And no. we had a bunch of, dang it. I was going to say, this is, nope. this is them, but no. Let's start drawing the bands. That oh, come on. yeah. We're going to start drawing yeah, the bands sure. that are coming on and the artists are coming on. That would be, yeah. It, it could be like part of your guys' promo thing. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Them. Until we, yeah, someone gets super offended. Yeah. 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 Someone gets really offended. They're like, my hair isn't that long, fucker. <laughs> or like, I'm not that fat in real life. <laughs> Something like that. They just yeah, drop. Most, most of you. Most of the guys you have on are, are pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Did you guys do Modern Wives yet? Have you yeah. had Modern yeah. Wives on? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. We did yeah. just okay. a couple yeah. episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, it was awesome. Man. Yeah, that uh, that new single they put out with their uh, their new singer. That's so good. Oh man. Awesome. I love so, yeah. that song like a lot. It's really it's good, so man. good. I was super. It's stoked. so good. Yeah. I can't that's wait a, to hear. That's the a real. That's a well written song. There. That's. Yep. Oh man, it's it's like. It's perfect. I wouldn't change a single thing about that song. And she has got some pipes. And uh yeah, yeah it just kind of hit me out of it hit me out of nowhere. I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm still I'm stoked for them. Yeah, they're freaking <laughs> sweet, man. It's yeah, great. We're great pretty song. pumped on that. What yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. It's a, one of my favorite things I've heard come out of Bakersfield in a long time. Hell yeah. Next to everything really that Mikey has done and Jordan <laughs> has done. And right, you know obvi- what I never got was obvi- a, a, a catastrophist uh, record. I don't have a catastrophist record. Oh. We don't need. We don't either. <laughs> really? Oh man, that was a great yeah. band. 
That was pretty good. Thank you. We thank, you. Re- thank you. Thanks, dude. We recorded three songs, but that was it. Yeah. Oh, really? We, we had those CDs, yeah. though. Wait, no. Yeah, there's only three songs on it. Though. Oh, there's three songs on it, yeah. That's what I always... Do you regret that, Matt, from any of your old bands? Did you ever like like not record everything or like not document things? So I was pretty adamant and we i got a lot i got a lot recorded um the first band there was some songs towards the end that i'm really bummed that we didn't record we started to record them but it never happened and i have like a bunch of old videos because i used to i was the guy that had an eight millimeter camera and i would hand it to people and be like record my band (laughs) i would just do that and uh (laughs) And so I have a bunch of footage from from uh, old third world days of of the later songs that never got recorded. That's cool. He's a gunner. He's a gunner. That's a that's for for me, Mikey. That's the thing with like a, yeah. our old projects. There was always like in a couple of them, there was like one song, like one or two songs before the band split that we never got recorded. And I was like, damn, I wish I had a copy yeah. of that somewhere. There was a couple Mr. Tonight songs for sure. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of the catastrophe stuff that we that we didn't record that I thought was was really good. That I like really, 10, 10 songs or something, you know, that we never. Yeah, we had a lot of we had we actually had a lot of songs, and even in that first show that we played, we only played what four five songs. We didn't even you know right? I think so. No, I think we had we had six for sure. Oh, that's six? always been okay. my thing. If you don't have six, you shouldn't play a show. That's true. So, true, yeah. six six and then we had 10 total and we didn't get to record any of those other ones and i think there was even one that was um aiden can you close the door um that uh we, there was some that we didn't even get to like finish right we were starting to finish writing and it, yeah and it didn't we didn't even have a chance because that that's when it ended you know yeah i wish i had document i wish i had recordings of all those just for me yeah yeah, really, you if know. you just had not even like full-blown recordings, but just like something. a recording of it, yeah. a recording of it. it didn't have to be good, but something to have because I think there was some I think there was some pretty rad songs we were working on at that time that I I mean, I thought were pretty rad, but Yeah, I wouldn't even care even if they were shitty. I just want to, you know, just like, okay, we were a part of creating this. I wish I, I For sure, but but I know there it, was yeah. a couple that we both were like, dude, I wish we had that recorded Yeah, like, even there just, were a few. And we I'm not going to remember any of that. I was like well, that's why I started doing the Bird Million thing because it was like, okay, these songs don't have a home. They're never going to be a band. I'm never going to play them live, but I don't want to forget them. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Matt, okay. Before something happens again, I was going to ask you. <laughs> so you have this, uh, it's you playing acoustic live on YouTube. Is it Parts of Me? Is that the name of the song? Yeah. I think it's Parts yeah. of Me. I like that song, man, a lot. Is that going to make it onto the new recording or is that uh, acoustic? Uh, the, so I originally had planned on doing it on the the full band record, just at, in the very middle of the record. I was just going to like throw an acoustic song in there. But now as the record's like kind of being made and I'm hearing the songs, I'm like, it just doesn't fit at all. Yeah. So it, I am going to record that thing for sure. I'm going to record it and release it, but I'm probably going to end up releasing it on the next like acoustic record which who knows when that'll be but um yeah it's definitely going to get recorded and released for sure right on cool i like that one a lot oh yeah yeah that was a tough one to write man a super personal song for sure but uh 
I'm glad you like it, man. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, that's really good. The other day, one of the other songs popped up while I was driving around. Dang it, what was it called? I wrote it down so I didn't forget it. So, of course, I forgot it. Um, oh, see. Painted Stones. I really like that yeah. one, too. Thanks, yeah, man. Cool yeah, uh, that was uh, that song actually uh, started out whenever before Black Sails was a band and uh, Brett and Wes and I, the, the drummer and bass player, were starting our own project. That was a song I wrote with them. And uh, the full band version is actually really cool. I can send it over to you. It's cool. It's uh, oh, hell yeah, yeah, just kind of like a punk rock style. And so I took it and I was like, you know, this would be really cool acoustic considering it had never really had a proper release. Uh, so I just, yeah, did a, an acoustic version of it. But yeah, that is a cool song. I do like it, man. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I dig that one a lot. Would you be... Would you be opposed to you? We shouldn't have like asked you this while we're live. <laughs> That's how professional we roll. That's how we do it. <laughs> but we wanted to play something by you um, tonight. Like when we uh, when we close this thing out, could we? Would you be okay if we played like a uh, parts of me, the one that you have up on YouTube? Is you playing live? Yeah, uh, seventy five cents per stream. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's fair. That's, that's pretty fair. good deal. Yeah. That's fair. You know, you play whatever you want, man. <laughs> play anything you want. I don't care. And and thanks for doing it. I appreciate that very much. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course, dude. <laughs> so, um, Matt, where did uh, breaking bars come from? <laughs> oh yeah, you got to circle back <laughs> I around. I think that. it was uh, uh Justin <laughs> had got like a candy bar at uh after work or something or during work or something. And we were just bullshit. Were, were you in the band when we first came up with breaking bars? You were, I think, it, so. I think I it was think in the so, studio yeah. and we were like, we're at rehearsal or something. And he like, he's like, you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to get off work, break a couple bars. And he was talking about like breaking candy bars <laughs> and eating them. <laughs> and it was just so funny man oh man i i will never forget that the breaking bars we're breaking bars we try to get tight we get try to get tyler into it like we're like hey dude start breaking bars he's like what like what are you guys doing like, <laughs> oh that's that's pretty great that's okay that's pretty good. It's you right. guys try will find your it. thing yeah so every once in a while jmar will we'll, we'll, we'll talk on the phone like dude i'm just just go break a bar dude <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I, I've, uh, and I don't I know if you know this, but cards. Justin, I don't, if he may not listen, he may not be listening, but and don't tell him I told you this, but he loves paydays. Oh, I don't blame him. One of my favorite candy bars for sure. Uh, oh, no, you're lying. Mike, he hates fibbing. paydays. He? Yeah, I think he's making it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I like paydays. Justin seems like a Snickers guy, like a Snickers yeah, guy. Snickers or a Butterfinger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you had those, about- those, those like soft wafer Butterfingers that they came out with? They're no, like not as hard no. on the old grill. Oh man. Oh, game man. changer. Another game changer. <laughs> Another game changer. Jordan, what yeah, about what about really you? Good. If you had to break a bar, which bar would it be? Mmm. It's gonna have something with peanut butter in it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well that doesn't really count, right? I was gonna say like a peanut butter cup, but that's not a bar. I'd be breaking cups, son. <laughs> you know, like most, a good one um is uh the Reese's take five or f- something like that. Oh yeah, those are good. That's a peanut those ones are really good. I'll I mean on the of subject those. of peanut butter, you know. What about, I don't really discriminate against these bars we're talking about. Not really. Right, right. Yeah. What about yeah. what about a hundred grand? 
Ooh, classic. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are I just good, had bro. one. Oh, just had one recently. <laughs> yeah. The classy, yeah, to, they're not they're not flashy, they're just they're just exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. They're hundred grand. They look they look like a hundred grand, dude. Yeah. Just rolling with a quick hundred K <laughs> in your pocket. Yeah. Just, um the best place to go for candy bars is 99 cent only store. I don't know if you guys know this, but everything oh, is discounted there and you can get oh. a lot of candy bars for real cheap. Just to so like, I don't have to pay four bucks for one. I could just hit a little insider. You, know. you might, you might go to prison with that insider information. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I say some stocks just started. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, it's candy central in there. It's totally candy central. I'm telling you, you want to get a little sweet tooth on just going 99 cent only with like 10 bucks, dude, you are balling. <laughs> <laughs> you're, walking, you're eating candy for like a week or two there's no doubt the whole cart the whole cart is full and you're like <laughs> yeah 10 bucks baby Dude, yeah. what's up but yeah, awesome. the, the breaking bars thing oh, that was hilarious man there was some breaking good times bars. in that rehearsal space, oh my gosh sure. man there so funny funny times i remember like one time like me and justin like had it out and i was looking at mikey and i was like trying to get mikey to have my back on something and he's like uh <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest thing. Oh, I don't Just care. Some, stu- <laughs> some stupid little tiff, and Mikey's like totally not confrontational with anybody ever. And so I made the mistake of being like, Mikey, I mean, do you hear, do you see what I mean? He's like, I let you out to try, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was super funny. And then you and I got really... it all the way home in our car. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're probably right. I probably held on to it, oh, but uh, that's so funny. yeah, uh, that, that was good times, man. I'm really glad that you guys, like I said earlier, I'm glad you guys stuck it out, still jamming. And that that last record you guys did is freaking solid. I absolutely wow. love it. Thank you, man. Really Thank good, man. Yeah, we need to get those guys on here. You know, yeah, man. you should interview yourself, Mikey. Yeah, no, just we'll don't have my brother. Oh yeah, your brother do it. Well, have my brother do it, but it might be oh, weird I want because it all to myself. People yeah. people say that our voices sound the same, so it might be weird. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see Do what they? happens. Bring bring. Hey Dave, can you pop in here real quick? I want to close my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and see if I can tell you guys apart. Okay. See, so he's gonna, he's yeah, gonna so it's, real quick. It's weird. Like, I don't know. Usually over, over like video or a phone call, you can definitely tell the difference between us. But when we get in the same room, yeah. it's like our timbres just sort of align. Yep, and the way we're in alignment, dude. So yeah. it might get weird because people will be like, oh, he's, is he asking a question or is that Mikey or is that Dave? Like it gets real weird. I can right. totally. Yeah. That's you guys do have similar voices for sure. And the same room, it might be, yeah. if I was blindfolded, it might be hard to distinguish. You know, but the weird part is like when I'm going through drive throughs or I'm on a phone call, they're like, please pull up to the window, ma'am. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my voice gets really soft and feminine, apparently, over the or over the phone. So that's so great. That's so great. <laughs> Wait, somebody say something like, uh, you know, welcome to local rock stars. We'll see if I can tell who said it. Everyone look. You guys work it out like non-verbally. Welcome to local rock stars. That's Mikey. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, when we're in a room, it's weird. Yeah, it syncs up. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But you know, do what all, you do? <laughs> Dave's out of here. I wonder, <laughs> do, do do all the Lees do that when your family gets together? <laughs> I know, right? They're like, is that Mikey or Dave? What's going on here? Your like your dad, your mom. They all start sounding right. the same. I'll start sounding the same. Yeah, it happens. 
<laughs> you guys should start a family band. There we go. Harmonization, synchronization. Um, I'm just. Well, I've heard, I've heard Mikey name. sing. Did you ever hear Mikey sing in the bands you were in with him, or if in the if it kills you? Um. Well, the scream. Oh yeah, yeah you're doing screaming scream for sure. Yeah. The scream. Yeah. yeah. I've never. I don't know if I've ever heard him like scream or sing, but I've heard him scream quite a bit. I heard him. Okay. Yeah. Now don't don't get upset, but I've heard him sing the Taco Bell menu. Oh well, uh, it was fun being on here. Bye. <laughs> we used to do this really thing, gone, when a, yeah. like when somebody was late to practice back in the day, and we had a our oh, secret yeah. side band that uh -huh. Mikey called a morbid burrito cat, and he would uh, <laughs> he played guitar and sang. I think I I think I played drums. Played yeah, that drums, was the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we had to switch to instruments yeah. that we sucked at, and then we. <laughs> Totally. I think every band does that. Yeah. Every band yeah. does that. When they're waiting for the one guy, they're like, okay, let's start this side project. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, morbid burrito cat. And then I would hit the mic and I would sing the Taco Bell menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It was actually really, really, really good. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible fucking song. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was deep, man. It was deep, bro. Like there was so many. Yeah. So much deepness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't comment on Taco Bell. Yeah, I'll yeah, just leave yeah, it alone. Yeah. yeah we just should move on from that. Yeah. Yeah. For sorry sure. I brought it up. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, way, to, way to bring it down. Dude. Like, <laughs> well, what do you have any kind of time frame for when we're, the, the new stuff's going to come out? Your new stuff? Not more of a burrito cat. I'm talking to Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. It's. Um, I, like I, I said originally it was going to be in like 2020 that didn't obviously happen. Uh, right now I'm just like, um, I'd have no definite time frame. Uh, it, it would be nice to get it done this year. And there's a, there's a good chance, um, due to some life changes that are coming up soon that I will be able to kind of have more time and be, in a situation where I can record again, because, you know, that's the main thing I need to get back into the studio, um, with Justin, uh, yeah, Justin's recording it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll see. Cool. Right on. He's out. <laughs> I was like, he just dropped the mic right there, dude. He's a hopefully next year, but we'll see. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Once you know, he out. once he comes once he comes back, we'll we'll close this thing out. Okay. Oh well, yeah, I've been going for like two hours, man. Yeah, we're almost Check it yeah, out. almost two Crazy. hours. That's pretty cool, man. That's fun. A lot of fun. Oh yeah. Wait, who, um, we haven't talked trash about. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Oh, I've made jokes about no one's. He hasn't commented. It kind of hurts my feelings because uh, I hope he doesn't mm. think I'm serious, uh, Justin. But I haven't made any joke about Justin. All right, because yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, it is unfortunate if Matt goes to record with him again. Fuck. <laughs> I guess something, something like that. Just but, like, oh man, what's going on? <laughs> oh man, Maddie, you're back, dude. You're looking better than ever. I haven't seen you in a while. Feeling, feeling really good, man. Yeah. Feeling Benny, good. Ba Benny bailed on us, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm out of this, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't be on this show anymore. Yeah, it's he's enough. like this. This is ridiculous. Like cinnamon. I mean, 
Cinnamon had a contract. <laughs> yeah. uh, she had a contract for the show. So Benny's like, I didn't get paid. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of the uh, bill and songs for stakes, man, that new vinyl is beautiful. Ooh. Yeah. Smoking that Burlington, so Burlington record plant is just cranking out like, the beauties. Yeah. If you yeah, go on their kidding. site too, you can go check out all, dude, there's some crazy designs out there. They are, uh, you know, based on everything I've seen so far, they're probably the best in terms of like doing custom stuff and, and just unique vinyls, man. They're really cool. I like them a lot. Um, I was, I was looking at, you know, hopefully, you know, when this record does get done, I would love to put it on vinyl, you know, that'd be Um, awesome. I mean, that's what, that's what every band wants to do these days. You know, you want your Mm -hmm. stuff on vinyl. It's just, uh, the days of you know cds are kind of still there but not really i mean i wouldn't even yeah. invest in printing them at this point you know it's just like take get take your money and buy vinyl uh, or print vinyl just more tangible and uh people want it over a cd for yeah. sure yeah for sure oh you hey, put the uh the yeah dave do you want to do you want right to show there. yeah dave you want to show on your screen share the share your screen with this I just want people to see the vinyl that they're doing. Like, it's so cool. They did the Niner record. Um, mm-hmm. They did the If It Kills You one. And I think, yeah, Songs for Snakes too. They did that. They did that I one. I think, uh, I don't know if they're doing the, Dan was saying that they're, that Modern Wives. They did Modern Wives. Oh, yeah. 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 That, oh, the, if the, the I'm first, sure that's. The first left one, that first top one there. Right. That is Click awesome. That. that is whack. Wow. That's so cool. Well, and that band uh, is sick too, but oh, really? Uh, yeah, but that vinyl, like, look, it's clear, and then wow, it has like, that's man, that's rad. Yeah, they're just doing stuff that not oh, that I'm not cool. seeing a lot of people do. That's yeah. really rad. <clears throat> that's pretty. Yeah, sweet. they're stepping up the game for sure. Hell yeah! Oh, there oh, they they got oh. the if it kills you. Is that the song for snakes? Songs for snakes. Oh, it's no, very similar. Like, it's a different band, but yeah, very similar. Yeah. So oh, they do. Looking, they do. Yeah, they got yours on you. there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That looks cool. That's a that's a beautiful record. It is. I I do the pink one and the blue one just came out really good. Yeah, there's some wild. I think that's what I got. I got I got the blue one for sure. Yeah, they're 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 doing some really awesome stuff, man, for sure. And then there's the niner. Yeah, there's the niner one right there too. Selfishly, I I want you to do one too. That's the bowling ball, I think. Yeah, that's the go. one I ordered from the Niner Niner. Was it was that's what they called it? Was like bowling ball finish or something? Oh, and cool. I was like Ernie McCracken. That's all I could think of was Ernie <laughs> McCracken. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get this one. No bigger. <laughs> go bigger. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, those. Yeah, look, look awesome. at that. Look at that. Yeah. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, rad stuff. Yeah, that, that's some time and technique, man. Going into yeah. that. Yeah. Makes you want to make you a record just to have one like that, you know? Yeah, for real. <laughs> right. The way they do it, I went to a, a plant one time uh, when actually when If It Kills You, the last song that I recorded with you guys was uh, that Lifetime on the Phone. And I went with Justin mm-hmm. down to the plant. I think it was Rainbow Records, I believe. And um, got to check it out. It was a trip, man. It was a total trip seeing them made and the whole plant. It was It was pretty cool. Just wild. Definitely an art form. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. 
Well, well, what else you guys want to talk well, about? <laughs> I think, uh, I think that, we that pause to... usually means it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, we could wrap it up and then play. Uh, I think Dave has it already prepped up. I don't know. Um, to play a track. Um, cool. So cool, man. Yeah. Thanks Matt for coming on, man. I appreciate it. It's always good to see you. I was good to talk to you. Um, you're just Absolutely, amazing dude, man. man. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Love you, Jordan. Thank you guys so much you, for man. asking me to be on. And uh, it was good to like kind of see you guys again. Uh, I know. Even though it's through yeah. this way. Um, but uh, I'll just leave saying that you're going to be seeing a lot more of me very soon. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. I like okay. that. Okay. We'll be, we'll be breaking right. some bars, getting some <laughs> Del Scorcho. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. You get that eight layer, you get an eight, you get an eight layer, you go bold and you add Chipotle, it becomes an eleven layer. Goodbye. <laughs> Damn. Out. Mike. Yeah, yeah. I would drop my mic, but it would blow earphones out, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, good seeing you awesome. guys. And 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 thank you, Dave. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure you can hear me. I appreciate appreciate you having me and appreciate your work. And yeah, look All forward to hanging with producer. you guys soon, man. And, Absolutely, um, and hopefully I uh, get maybe you know uh, when when you guys are seeing more of me, you know maybe we could start playing some music. I'm into it. A uh, little jam sesh, dude. Little jamming. Yeah, I'm down. I'm cool. down with that. Hell yeah! Down. All right, guys. Sweet. So, uh, Dave, do you want to want to cue this up, dude? And then we'll just rock out on the side. <laughs> and then uh, you can rock out awkwardly to yourself. Yeah, and we'll just do that. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We'll we'll get pushed to the side, and we'll just jam with the song, dude. All right, Matt. Thanks, buddy. Do I leave now? No, you're you're good.
time has come for me, I'd say Cut me down, take me away There'll be another left there standing to take my place I've been dying here for too damn long Roots were strong, but now they're gone Tried to stand tall and survive Drained everything around me of all its life I took too much, didn't give up branches just gave up and I don't think I've got anything left to give I was in too deep to give up and let go so you ripped me up now all that's left is old After the storm I used to feel alive